Welcome back to episode 18 of PCP, a.k.a. the Politically Correct Podcast. I am your host, Johnny Peterson, joined always by co-host Ricky. Look at me, I only go to death metal concerts, Phillips. We've also got another special guest joining us today on PCP, a.k.a. the Politically Correct Podcast. Wesley, the twin, Phillips, former D1 baseball player, Dallas native, overall fucking stud. Thanks for joining us today, Wes. We really appreciate it. Quick PSA to the mob before we get going on PCP, aka the Politically Correct Podcast. If you enjoy PCP, we're trying to grow the mob. Share the podcast. Retweet us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Share the episodes with your friends, your family, your neighbor, your kind of creepy coworker that you're not really sure about how that relationship is going. Anyone you think would enjoy the show. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. We appreciate it. We hope you enjoy Feel free to go back and listen to any of our previous episodes. However, it is not necessary as all of these episodes are different and unique. So you can jump around, see different segments. It's all on you. What we're looking to do here at PCP, a.k.a. the Politically Correct Podcast, is provide anti-political content, new segments that don't have that political spin, as well as content of our own that we've developed, underrated movie of the week, mob boss of the week, Wikipedia roulette. There's so much going on here at our content development here at PCP that it is kind of unreal. As you can see, we've been pumping out a lot of podcasts lately, and we're going to continue doing so because it is all for you, the listeners, the mob. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Episode 18, PCP, three, two, one. Welcome back. Episode 18 of PCP, aka the Politically Correct Podcast. Special guest Wesley Phillips is back again. Wes is back. What's going on, guys? We have fixed the audio for the better. And last time Wes was here was a 17.5. Yeah. Now we got episode 18. So we're here for a structured episode. We've got topics lined up. Great show for you guys. But first. Wait, am I am I the first reoccurring guest? No, 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 no. No, you don't you, get you that got beat, You got beat by Chez. <laughs> but technically. And, and by like a couple episodes too. But technically, he's like a PCP veteran, I guess. Isn't he? If you're ha- hashtag so. PCP bet, <laughs> hashtag PCP. I would say so. At, at what point we have to figure out like a tier at what level yeah. guests get elevated to like the Don level. So oh, like dude, we're yeah. the Godfathers, and then you go from <laughs> the mob is just is the listener base. Like you're the Aaron boy, and then you're the well, not even that is is we've got we need a tier for guests. What yeah. level of in the mafia rankings do they yeah. do guests get? Mm-hmm. Because they're they're higher than mob. Right. Because they're close to the podcast. Right. So I don't know what that would be. I what don't would, know. What I don't would know. like a soldier? A friend, friend, I don't know. Friends, enemy, well, we no have. Friend. Go- I'll Google it really quick. Yeah. Or or listeners, PCP mob, y'all can shoot us some information uh, on what y'all y'all think the tier should be. Um, we've had we've had a couple recurring guests and yeah. But uh, yeah, about the sound on the last episode, I've received multiple death threats. And it, it, it just, just hasn't been just cool. forward those to me. And I'm just like, it was I'm my like, fault. I'm like, do you know how many people we have in our mob? I can't even. Okay. So, <laughs> so there's, so there's ranks, titles and positions in the mafia. 
So there's associates are not actual members of the mafia, but they work for the mafia. Oh. Soldiers are the lowest ranking members. Nobody's a soldier. There's no lowest ranking members. There's the capo, the cons, underboss. Hmm. I like underboss. underboss. Underboss or lieutenant is second in command to the hierarchy of the crime family. His level of authority varies, but he is ready to stand in for the boss at any given moment. Underboss. <laughs> so I'm an underboss. You're an underboss. I just got sworn in. I just got uh, sworn. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna. <laughs> you have like a. I'm gonna swear him in with a mic, like a. <laughs> no, like, you need, you need like, like a cannoli or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I have a box of pasta. Oh, here, yeah. Um, the, um, there we go. Currently using a mic to swear me in. Yes. Thank you. you. Thank you. Oh, perfect. Perfect. There it goes. Someone's phone is going off. Um. Anyways, welcome back, guys. We've got some awesome topics lined up for y'all. And Wes is going to... Uh, Wes will be sitting in on, on this one and uh, giving his... Uh, I his need, commentary we need and his the, ideas. We, we need the twin brother perspective. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to have that twin telepathy going. I was going to say, like, like, is that an actual thing? Uh, Sometimes. I yeah, don't know. No, it's, sometimes you catch yourselves like, yeah. we have the exact same thoughts, yeah. but I don't or know we'll if that's see. just living together or being a twin. Yeah. Like, sometimes we say the same things at the same time. Sometimes, yeah. How, I don't know. How often would you say it happens? Everyone. Everyone. Uh, that's not specific enough. I don't know. I mean, I, know. I mean, I don't keep a damn journal, Johnny. So yeah. sorry. I would. You guys are totally blowing this whole thing. <laughs> I, would I would be. I would, I would literally. Would my entire life with my twin would be just a lifelong experiment to see <laughs> like what the limit, what the limit of this twin thing can be pushed. We're, to. we're for we're fraternal though, so we're like not that cool of twins. You're not. I swear to God, you're identical. I mean, no, it's fraternal. No, it's fraternal. Yeah, yeah, we're technically fraternal, but. I mean, like normally fraternal twins. Does that make you? Maybe it's identical twins that have the twin telepathy. Have you ever thought? Yeah, about where that? they look like clones. Yeah, like yeah. actual clones. Are there? Yeah. Is their DNA? I mean, we clones? look. We look alike. You look in, really similar in, in, in ways, but like, I mean, it. We're not like clones, so it's. I don't know, because it, that's what I think of. Like when twin telepathy, if, it's like be it, a lot cooler if you were. Yeah. <laughs> way cooler yeah dude oh dude i pull off no, i pulled so it, it many just, pranks and shit but here's the thing we do the matching outfit thing and that thing oh yeah when we're, oh that's, that's lame. lame don't do that yeah just no lame. when we're well, yeah when wes and i were growing up we used to do the the matching clothes to school when we were in elementary school we wore the exact same that thing so you guys like wouldn't lose each other and was like like that was like very brief though yeah it was Even, very it brief was like, at a young age it's fine but once but, you get older like if y'all if y'all matched and went out now yeah Oof. But, uh, you know what's you know what's stupid I, I hope no identical twins still do like when we were younger like we looked more like than we do now obviously but when even in high school like people would call me west by accident i'd be like dude i'm very clearly you, Richard. i'm clearly Except not west where we don't look alike at it's, all is the the christmas christmas picture you remember yeah mullet season versus yeah bowl cut? yeah it was like and it it's like people would go up to me and accidentally call me West. He'd be like, "Oh, damn it, sorry." And I'd be like, "It's just because they know they have the idea that we are twins, so they just like get it mixed up somehow." I'm just like, "How is that possible?" You know what Look always, at my face. You know what I always think is funny is like, and I'm curious to see how you guys felt about this. So you you go to high school together at the same high school in the same elementary, so everyone right off the bat knows you're a twin, right? But when you go to college, since you go to different schools, that's like. 
one of the it's not something you know right off the bat when you meet somebody right and it's always will catch people by surprise like mm-hmm. i know it caught me off surprise when i met you you're like oh yeah i have a twin my twin brother wes and i was like wait what wait, it's just like wait you <laughs> yeah. have a twin so no, it's, it's actually a really good like conversation starter whenever we're yeah. like, together and stuff like that because like <laughs> like like we go to a bar and, or we go to a restaurant or something like that and we're still young enough to where we're getting id'd and everything obviously yeah and you're like the joke we always use, like, "Oh, he stole my birthday." You know yeah, what I mean? like, it's, or, yeah, or <laughs> like ID or something, or like uh, sometimes at bars, like Wes will be like talking to a chick and be like, "Oh yeah, I have a twin brother," and then we'll like do the whole thing. It's like, "No, yeah, we're twins," and she'll be like, "No, I don't believe you," and then <laughs> and it'll be like, "Oh my god," we show their IDs. Oh my gosh, y'all are twins, and be like, "Yeah, no, we." I why would why would that we shit? Yeah, why would we make that up? <laughs> but. Anyway, we'll jump right into our first topic. So number one, to start off the bat, health is wealth, tip of the week. And I was thinking about this just kind of, I don't know, I was just hanging out and I looked at my phone. I was like, I can't believe that it's not common knowledge how many germs are on our cell phone. Oh, yeah. Because number one, my biggest pet peeve is that 75% of the population doesn't wash their hands anymore. Dude, yeah. And your phone, you are now constantly touching your phone screen. And then when you put your phone up to your face to talk to somebody, if you're not wearing headphones, Mm -hmm. your that screen is now touching your face. Yeah. I don't know if that makes me a germaphobe, but I don't know. I just think that's super disgusting. You you know what? For sure. You know what the weird thing is with like people washing their hands? It's like a social, like it's like also like a social thing. If there's people in the bathroom or restroom with you. And you know that there there are people there. People are more inclined to wash their hands based off of the social response that they're going to be like, "Oh, you didn't wash your hands." It's like you see but the, the guy people. Later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see the guy later. You it's end up like, meeting him like, "Yo, you're the guy who didn't wash your yeah. hands in the bathroom." Oh my god! It's like, like it's like you're at the mall, like at like at Dillard's or something. You go to the restroom and like one of the the retail workers is like going to the restroom with you. And he sees you don't wash his hands, and it's like he shakes your hands like, "Oh shit!" No, I'm not shaking this dude's hands. Or like yeah, fist bumps only. You're like going to get clothes, and like you saw that person in the bathroom that's like selling you clothes, and their hands are all oh, over the stuff. This is a great you. shirt. This is like it feels really good if you touch it against your face. No, yeah, seriously, feel yeah. it, feel it. Um, no, but and then. Like when people aren't in like the restroom, then it's often that people won't wash their hands. They'll just walk out. I know that's like that has happened to me. I could not tell you the last time I was in a bathroom and someone else finished and washed their hands. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time the dude just walks out. Yeah. I was at uh when I was up in Iowa, Lauren's family and I went to this place. Uh this it was like a Dave and Buster's type place. And this guy walks in. I go to the bathroom, I'm washing my hands. He walks out holding his drink. So he came in, took a pee with his drink and then left, <laughs> didn't wash his hands. And oh I walked out there and I was like, I really hope this dude's with a girl right now. And I was going to leg- I was going to legit walk by and just lean over to the girl that. and go, hey, that dude doesn't wash his hey, hands. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> dude, keep going. I just want to say that one of the most disgusting things you can do. I know that people do this at bars and stuff, but bringing a drink or food into the restroom with you. That is a red flag. Is absolutely disgusting. It's so gross. Like I would rather have someone like hold my drink, like while I'm at a bar. Like, dude, just yeah. like hold this for like two seconds so I can go like take a piss or something before I bring it in there and like set it on a urinal. It's like, oh god, set it on the urinal. Dude, have you not seen people no, do that? I they, they walk in, that. they walk into the bar, like bar restrooms. They set their their thing on the urinal, then unzip and then go and then take it off the urinal and then just leave. I'm like, you are disgusting 
<laughs> absolutely disgusting. Wes, is this a problem in Abilene? <laughs> I mean... Is this a problem in your life? Like, have you noticed? This no, <laughs> like, I, I've definitely noticed the drink of oh, the washing hands thing. Oh, yeah, you see it all the time. It's just like, dude just takes a piss and then he walks out and it's just like, oh, yeah, especially if somebody's got like a girl with them and they just go yeah, put their hands dude. all over. It's like you have no idea. Dude, I don't know if this has ever happened to y'all, but have you ever had an instance where where it's like you shake someone's hand and you're like why the hell is your hand wet right now that better be <laughs> that better be from you washing your hands otherwise we're gonna have a real fucking problem dude i like <laughs> i would hope it's from washing their hands yeah yeah that's what i would rather have than anything oh i guess maybe sweat but no i don't mm. think that's ever happened to me no yeah. I, I, i've come across some people with some clammy hands and you just like make it super obvious you pull your hand away you just just stroke it down your leg you're just like hey (laughs) good to meet you thanks for that hannah told me this joke where like she like washes her hands and then she walks down she and she like grabs my arm and like wipes her hand on my arm and she's like don't you just hate it when you piss on your hand oh my god i'm like i'm like oh shit (laughs) but but what oh i was gonna say yeah no but i I see why the cell phone thing is like so like dirty. Like think about girls' makeup in, in oh, general. Yeah. Like yeah. if you really look at a girl's phone sometimes, like not every blend, but like girls that have makeup, like there's makeup like in like the mics and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's just like it looks like dirt almost. Yeah. And it's just like you have no idea how many like germs and stuff are really on your phone. Like girls and guys, especially dudes who like don't wash their yeah, hands. So yeah, half the guys are or, like you go to an airport bathroom, you don't wash oh your hands, and gosh. then you whip out your phone and uh you're on Instagram, then you get a call, put that phone up to your face. Yeah. You basically just pushed your cheek up against some dude's butt cheek. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I will say that I have uh, participated in that kind of activity. Ooh. Just like pressing sit- your face up against a guy's butt. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I mean, I mean, taking a phone call while I'm on the pot, man. Like, while you're, like while in, you're the in the stall. Bathroom. Yeah. I mean, like everyone's done that. Yeah. But you know, you know that the person on the other end that you're talking to hears the super gnarly echo and yeah. they're like, ah, this dude's taking a shit. While yeah. I try not, I try like, not to answer the phone while I'm taking a dump. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, it's just like, it's just like you're okay. It depends who's oh, is calling. It, is it raining outside? <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, for sure. It yeah. depends who's calling me. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair. I, and I mean, okay. Everyone like you, like that's the greatest time to like get on social media is like when you're on the pod, like you're just sitting there and you're just scrolling through social media. It feels weird now going to the bathroom without your phone. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I, I get upset with myself. When, yeah. Cause then you're just, did you ever, <laughs> do you ever like, like, why do I have to just sit here? Did y'all ever read shampoo bottles when you were little? Because we didn't have phones back then and you had nothing to do. Read, what? Read shampoo bottles? You're yeah. Re- you're a no. weird kid, man. What are you talking uh, about? You've never done that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're, going, you're going to the bathroom and there's no magazines and this is before cell phones were a thing. Um, you were so bored. I would pick up like body wash bottles and be like, oh, what's in this? Yeah. And read the back uh, of it. I mean, just a, just a literally can't just relate, a pastime. No, I thought this was a common thing. I mean, no. Johnny's fucking weird. Johnny's fucking weird. I think you, if I think the old, I mean, I guess Game Boys, when we had Game Boys or something like that, be on the pot. Oh, playing I mean, Boy or that's, stand that's up, like 30 minutes later, your legs are asleep. That's <laughs> like, that's like low key, like next level bringing a Game Boy in there. That's, that's some high, no, it's, no, yeah. No, no, you know, for sure. You remember when uh, um, the PSPs came out? 
people would get in trouble in like elementary school or like middle school or whatever because they would just go play PCPs. Well, or not PCP, uh, PSPs. Uh, in, now uh, they're going to play PCP. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they go play their PSPs or whatever in there. They go play yeah. Madden or something. Yeah. I think it's funny now that uh, like that used to be the thing and now it's um, uh, now that people are policing kids using jewels in the bathroom. Yeah. Like there's signs all over the internet. Please don't jewel in the bathroom. <laughs> no e-vapes in here allowed. No e-vapes. Yeah. But uh, we have a Time Magazine article on this kind of stuff. And it says that Americans check their phones about 47 times per day, according to a survey by Deloitte. That seems low. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, 47. Low. Like, okay. They're averaging in the people that don't have phones or something. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, averaging with the people who don't have phones. Zero. Well, okay. Yeah, there may be. I don't know. It, it depends if they use like. It, it depends like what who they're surveying. If it's just like people our age, then it, that number's got to be way higher. Yeah, that's true. If if they're but, if they're surveying like the American workforce, yeah, or eight it, hours a day, you're not you're not still you're not technically right. supposed to be on your phone, right? Yeah. Or there's like outliers that are just like really old people that check it like five times a day, and then yeah. there's outliers that check it like two hundred times a day. Yeah, that is true. So I don't know, but uh, yeah, it says that um, what was it? Oh, re. Research done by the University of Michigan of Public Health. Research has varied on how many germs are crawling on the average cell phone, but a recent study found more than 17,000 bacterial gene copies on the phones of high school students. Scientists at the University of Arizona have found that cell phones carry 10 times more bacteria than most toilet seats. God, that's terrifying. That's disgusting. I'm literally going to bring around like just walk around with a thing of Lysol and Windex to just wash my phone. <laughs> wash like, your phone every 10 minutes. <laughs> like, dude, what if they had like a phone car wash? Like before you like go into an office, just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, another PCP business. Dude, idea. Oh, dude, phone yeah. wipes that oh. just are bacteria wipes for your phone. <laughs> or just like like windshield wipers, like windshield wiper fluid. for your phone. You just like <laughs> squirt it out. Oh and it's just gosh, <laughs> that would be so gross. That would be freaking brilliant <laughs> idea honestly you just think about all the germs you're just wiping off, <laughs> wiping like, away onto the floor into, or something like into that. the air that you're yeah. not breathing in <laughs> um, oh man the article goes on to say that uh oh i scrolled past it studies have found serious pathogens on cell phone including a bunch that i can't pronounce one is called strepococcus cococcus <laughs> I guess that's strep. Streptococcus. MRSA and even E. coli. Oh my gosh. Just having these microbes on your phone won't automatically make you sick, uh, but you still don't want to let them enter your system. Viruses can also spread on phones if one person is sick with strep or influenza and coughs on their cell phone before handing it off to a friend. Oh Oh my God. Can you imagine if, what would you do if someone coughed on your phone directly and then handed it back to you? I'm literally going to be... (laughs) terrified who's like, big, my who's big fo- enough asshole to do that just that's like, what i'm <laughs> saying who does that oh uh, yeah no there you go like what i'm thinking that's an immediate it's like, fight it's like oh it's like it's oh like, yeah dude what's your problem hands immediately <laughs> i'm not like, even touching the phone it's just fists up or or the people the people where they're like have their phone like set on speaker and they put their face up like this close to the phone that's where it's basically in their mouth it's basically like, like in their mouth it's like okay if i set this phone on the desk and it's on speaker you can hear me the same way that it, it whether it's an inch away from your mouth yeah like, uh, but i think anyways. with with airpods now though that kind of takes away oh yeah 
100 percent. i feel like it negates it for a lot of people not everyone has airpods but a lot of people use earphones now yeah to talk on the phone mm-hmm. and, and so i think that that has cut down the possibility of yeah. you getting sick yeah true but you're also eating you're touching your face a lot i think there mm-hmm. are studies that say you touch your face like over a hundred times a day mm-hmm. yeah it's it's insane like your nose, like your face, like anywhere on your face. Yeah, that's why you. That's why you wash your hands, people. Yeah, yeah, just wash your hands because it's use soap. Gosh, wet your hands. Yeah, pump soap. Pumps. Yeah. Scrub your hands. Wash them. All. I worked at Chipotle, so yeah. I have a very <laughs> think about this. Very so you know, strenuous think, hand washing. Think, you also know about, about this, E. coli. <laughs> think about this. It was a problem. Think about how many like fraternity brothers you guys have and everything. Right. Right. Well, I guess they're exes now because uh, ex. Yeah, we got kicked out. Either way. Either way. <laughs> Think about how many of them you've lived with and think about all of them. How What percentage of them do you think have hand soap in their bathrooms? Now? Now that they're living off campus? Uh, Even before. like Think about how many of them actually like have hand soap in their bathrooms. I mean, consider, or even own hand soap in general. Considering how bad our habits are, it's probably, it's probably not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Think about that. I mean, d- <sighs> I have hand soap in my bathroom. Always. Well, Always. Okay. Get, if I if I wash <laughs> if I wash my hands here though, like I wash it just in the kitchen sink. So like I don't have hand soap in my. In so my you bathroom. just touch the doorknob. Well, I would say it's my stuff. room. I have my own bathroom. I would say a quarter of the time with our hand soap, it since it goes empty and we're just too lazy to go out and get more. Which I'll just fill up a little bit with water and shake it around and get that excess soap in <laughs> oh the bottom. Yeah, and then probably like a day later, I'm basically just washing my hands. <laughs> what, with water. what about what about those people that like go to the restroom and just splash water in their hands and then just leave? And that's it. Yeah, and then don't dry their hands. Yeah, and then at just all. don't dry their hands. <laughs> just like, walk out shaking their. And hands. then they grab they grab the door to open it to leave. And it's like, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pro exiting the bathroom tip is uh, you wash your hands, and as you're drying off your hands, keep a hold of that paper towel. Use that to open up the door and then throw it away. And then, throw it and away. then Kobe it. Kobe it. From, yeah, from Kobe, a distance. Kobe fade away from like a foot outside the door <laughs> as it's closing. Throw it in there. Oh my god! And and like it's it's closing so fast to where you can't actually see if you made it or not. You just gotta trust. Yeah, your no, instinct. it's like an Indiana Jones thing where he grabs <laughs> his hat. You gotta just snake it right through, right as it's closing. That's how you know you're just a pro. And oh, dude! I don't know why you're not in the NBA. If you can do that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, people, just wash your hands and uh, make sure not to cough on people's cell phones. That yeah, would be yeah, great. Yeah, please don't do that. That would be great. That would be fantastic. anytime someone sneezes around me now when I have my phone out, I'm just gonna lose my shit. <laughs> Did you not listen to my podcast segment where uh we talked about this? Literally 10 times more dirtier than a toilet seat. Come yeah. on. Yeah, God, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> now we're just gonna turn into like germaphobes. Yeah, every, just, every second just we're completely watching. Completely OCD. Hands. Yeah. Just from talking about it. Oh my um, gosh. Wes Lito, do you want to introduce topic number two? Yes, this is something I, I, I saw this the other day whenever I sent it to pull up sent it to Rick or yesterday, I guess. Yeah. Uh, inspirational story of the week. Blind and autistic contestant of America's Got Talent. Uh, from all of y'all that have seen the video that went viral, a uh, his name's Cody, I believe. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, Cody is a uh, blind and autistic uh, competitor in America's Got Talent, and he literally just stole the show like unbelievable story right and he's a he's a singer and plays the piano yeah and, and like yeah. his escape is like that is music and like it it basically like turned his life around and everything because with people that are are suffering from like illnesses like that or or disorders uh like they live in a completely different world so you have no idea what they're going through but 
what Cody, age 22, like Wes said, completely just put on a super inspirational performance. Got the golden buzzard straight to the live show. Got the golden buzzard. Like it's not only the story that's unbelievable, like he's unbelievable. Like right. he's his voice is awesome. Well, he played I, the piano and everything. I've got a little bit of the clip so we can play it. Yeah, let's yeah, go, yeah, go for it. So yeah, people can it. get a, a a taste of what it was like. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Just like, is that Gabrielle Union? Yeah. Just like, they're straight up. People are in tears. Yeah, I was going to say the judges are straight up crying. Yeah, it's just like, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Like you, we obviously have no idea what he goes through on a daily basis. Right, I can't even imagine. You can't even imagine. He's blind and autistic. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, he kind of like does he's not he's independent he's dependent on a lot of people and mm-hmm. this is yeah. big time but hey shout out to that family like yeah. they were oh unbelievably yeah. happy for him that right. mother is awesome she's, like, a saint. she's, she's an all time like she's yeah. awesome and like per- allowing him to pursue that was just unbelievable and right it, it, and it, not a dry eye, eye in the house like, I think, just unbelievable I think I think something to take away from this is that like like with roadblocks like that like those are just completely just like life-changing roadblocks like that's like his life like being blind and autistic and all that stuff but it it really shows that that a lot of people that you know are you know privileged to have like all the opportunities presented to them that we have no excuse to like just do whatever we need to do yeah because like that's like that shows that like even with with those you know those struggles that he's still able to overcome those and do something that amazing. Yeah. Like I, I probably couldn't sing like that if I practiced for like, like 10 years. Yeah. (laughs) It makes, it makes, uh, it really puts into perspective your own problems. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you wake up every day and you think like, Oh my God, like X, Y, or Z is happening to me. Yeah. And when you compare it to what this kid has to go through and what he was able to do, I mean, there's really no excuse. I mean, it's just like, like, what's your excuse? You you just think about all the negative things that are going on. Like, like just the negative content that goes around the world, like daily, Every every day, like, and, Seeing something like that, it's just like the beauty. You see the beauty within all the negativity, and it's just, it's unbelievable. Like, you just, there's no words to describe it. It's just, it's beautiful. Like, we, we definitely needed this. Oh, yeah. No, no yeah. Twitter, it's, that's why things like this blow up on Twitter yeah, because yeah. you, like, the world needs more stuff like this and less yeah. of the negativity and just, gosh, yeah, it's, everything it's, is like the, the victimized world is culture ending. and everything. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful, inspirational, you know, wholesome content that that needs to be more on social media and like i i think that it's awesome that i mean that kid it, like he couldn't like all the judges were like describing to him like i don't know if you could like you couldn't see this but everyone in this entire place was on their feet yeah and like just that kid like tr- like imagining that or whatever and when he got the golden buzzer he was just like bawling and it's like i if there's any people that deserve like you know, those opportunities and like working that hard and like being that talented. It's like that guy. Yeah, that's that's the thing like that you go back and it's just like think about even if he wasn't 
didn't have his disabilities and everything, mm-hmm. everybody would have been standing still. Yeah, that's yeah. the biggest thing. Like talented. he was that talented, yeah. and right. he has all those challenges he faces every day. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it, I don't think it was a sympathy thing at all. I think it added to the fact that like people were so moved by it. But yeah. I don't think that his talent like would not have been recognized if he wasn't. Then it would have been. Experience. It would have been really sad if he went up this. It would have been. <laughs> it would have been really sad if he went up there and like wasn't good at singing or playing piano and then everyone would have been like oh uh i'm i mean i mean i wouldn't like obviously no one would like do that because that would be like completely yeah it'd be super messed up but i'm i i think that that's just like awesome but even if this kid doesn't win america's got talent which he might um this video got 36 million views yeah and the tweet has only been out for two days less than two days yeah uh 200,000 retweets 450,000 likes like this kid's get is gonna yeah. get all the opportunity in the world now. Yeah, just it, just from this one. The amount of confidence that gives that kid too. It's just like he has that one thing to cling on, cling yeah. on to. Yeah, like he doesn't have he doesn't physically have a lot of things that he can mm-hmm. do, and he can cling on to that. Mm-hmm. And he has that moment, even though he couldn't he couldn't see it, but he can feel that moment mm-hmm. every single day for the rest of his life, and that will carry on with him throughout I, his life. It's awesome. I think like one more thing that I took from this is that. Like someone who's in that mindset and in that position, he's a hundred percent just doing music and performing just because he loves it. He's not doing it yeah. for fame or anything or anything like, you know, anything like money or anything. Cause like he doesn't care about that. You know, it's just like, it's just like this one person who just has a passion and like has an escape and that's music. Yeah. And it's like, he just so happens to be on America's Got Talent, but. It, like before he's probably just doing it for himself you know yeah dude that blows my mind so say say this kid blows up and becomes mm-hmm. super famous and like an amazing recording artist mm-hmm. does being blind i don't know does that affect your ego no like i, I think it's such a pot like think about I mean, the ray autism. charles think about no yeah, i mean no, no i mean like from a standpoint does like i don't know this is this might even be super dumb but you can <laughs> you can see I don't know. That changes your perspective. On oh the yeah, I think it does an unbelievable a lot, unbelievably a lot for the uh, autism community. Like think about oh a, my yeah, and, like think about an uh, an autistic kid who sees that, and it's mm-hmm. like that's just an inspiration for him or her. Yeah, to they're like, hey, you know, I can still do things. I yeah, may not 100%. have all the abilities that a, a normal, healthy human being may have. Right. And they see that video, and that just gives them that much more confidence to go out and do stuff. And I think that's the biggest thing here. Like, yeah, imagine I agree. how much that's going to do for the autism community in general. Just them seeing that, and it's just like, wow. Yeah, I think I I think that it was absolutely moving, and I I wish nothing but just amazing things for that for that yeah. guy. Yeah, shout out Cody Lee, and shout out to that shout out to that mom again, dude. Yeah, she's uh, that's she's a, she's a good one. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, just like uh, having having parents that you know can give you know him those opportunities and like helping him like grow up and all that stuff all that happening and that's just that's just really good family because think about think about how the families that have like autistic kids or Mm -hmm. somebody with a mental disability or something like that and think about how like isolated they make them Mm -hmm. and they just gave him all the opportunities in the world Mm -hmm. yeah like you're limitless Mm -hmm. yeah so limitless limitless limitless. (laughs) all right cody play us out God damn. Man, it's awesome. This is the first time I'm seeing this, by the way. This is very moving. 
Everyone's standing. What's this? Beautiful. Unbelievable. And we'll close that segment on that. Congratulations, Cody. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead. We'll, we'll go into topic three. Uh, what do you guys know about astrology? I know that's a super popular thing in culture now, like like your Aries or your Gemini. Uh, oh, oh, people are living their lives through. People are living their lives through like newspaper articles <laughs> that are telling them what's going to happen to them, even though it's their horoscopes. Yeah, their horoscopes. But that's, that's such, I feel like that's a it's like oh, it's like oh, that's such a Libra thing for you to do. <laughs> oh my, like, oh my God, I'm such a Sagittarius. It's like. like Oh, it's like, oh my gosh, it's such, I'm a Capricorn. That's so Capricorn, right? It's like, Uh, shut up. Sorry. Uh, Or or they like, uh, people will um, justify their shitty behavior with by their astrology sign. Like, oh, sorry, I'm a Taurus. Is there there any like credibility behind this? Like when people say that stuff, like, is there any credibility? Behind astrology in general? No, like I'm saying like when they say, oh, that's such a, like I'm, I'm pretty sure February's Aquarius. Or yeah, if Aquarius. I were to go around like, oh man, I'm such an Aquarius. My horoscope said this is gonna happen today. Is there any like validity behind it? Like, is <laughs> I there know, anything? I know one thing. I wouldn't be your friend if you came up to me and said that to me. <laughs> like, I, I really wonder. Like, I, on obviously this astrology, there's validity mm-hmm. to that. But like, is there any validity to these horoscopes or anything like that? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It I don't says know. it says right here, Aquarius born are shy and quiet. And it says that their weaknesses run from emotional expression and temperamental and uncompromising aloof. Is that you, Wesley? I, I definitely don't consider myself not me. A shy, I don't consider myself that a shy person. That is not me. What I think that they do that they get you by is uh, they just put really generic stuff that can apply to a lot of people. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just... Like I said, I, 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 I don't read a horoscope. I don't look at... I don't follow it. I don't... Right. Don't really care about it. So, but this, uh, and this, this segment isn't necessarily about like astrological... Yeah. signs. This is more of a condensed version in food astrology. Yes. So Ricky found a really cool article <laughs> that we're going to talk about today. What the type of steak you eat says about you. All right. So Ricky, give me a little background on this. Okay. So basically we are running through how, like wh- what how you cook your steak and what it says about you all the way from completely rare all the way to damn crazy Burnt. people well done like rare as in you sliced it off the eating some and damn put it jerky just immediately in your mouth yeah like <laughs> uh, i'm just gonna come out and say if you get your steak well or anything past medium i think you're a psychopath yeah like, dude you're eating a brick yeah like, dude it's it's like eating like if I wanted jerky, I'll go and get jerky. Like that's that's how I feel about because you can't. Okay, like that's not enjoy. That can't be enjoyable, right? If like, you've ever for had some people, an, for some people, it might be. I don't. I don't know anybody that eats a steak past medium. So like, okay, I, if you've ever had a steak, like okay, obviously if it's more rare, it can be chewy. But if you've ever had a steak like more than medium or like medium well or well done. It literally takes forever for you to just grind that up and like actually swallow it. Yeah, it's like eating. Uh, it's like eating a foam block. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like at so, that moment. It's so chewy. It's just <laughs> it, it, if if the steak is is like over medium, I have to put like some steak sauce on it or something so I can oh, actually. Oh, eat you're it. talking in terms of I'm not flavor. A, I'm not a 
I'm not a big steak sauce guy. Do you I, think? I, I mean, think if the steak, steak if the steak has to have steak sauce on it, it's not a good steak. Yeah, yeah. I agree. If Facts. you can't just eat it alone, like a yeah. one steak sauce, it, or yeah, or like famous Dave's. Uh, but I mean, with at barbecue places though, they yeah. offer like pretty good sauces. Yeah, I guess that's different. That's, that's different because it's, it's like pulled pork <laughs> and brisket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, not necessarily. We're talking straight up like a a New York strip. Yeah, or a filet mignon. Anyway, stop. stop. What the type of steak you eat says about you. We're going to start off with number one, completely rare. This is like completely. Blue, isn't that just, also called blue rare? Uh, Raw. You could say raw. raw. <laughs> do you have any deer? That, do you have any cow that you just just still killed? Still mooing. <laughs> still, <laughs> still a little bit alive. Yeah. Anyway. Still moving. <laughs> yeah, it's still moving. Uh, Anyways, th- we got this article from Mashable, and it says, one, completely rare. You are Guy, Guy Fieri. Anyone who is anyone is in the tar- tar- tartar community knows that the tuna tartar has the clear culinary advantage. Why else would you want to eat a still-breathing cow except <laughs> to show off how, quote-unquote, cool and dissociated you are? Please, real men cook their steaks for five minutes or more. Hey, I'm just saying, beat Guy Fury or whatever is kind of cool. Oh my god, that job seems amazing. Oh, Flavor Town, man, all day. Like, guy just like eats food for a living. Dude, diners, drive-ins, and uh, dives. That dives drive, isn't it? Dives drive-ins. I don't, I don't know. know. It's it's, it's called triple three. D. It's, it's called triple three. D. Yeah. <laughs> it's called triple D. But it's he literally just goes everywhere, like you said, just eats. Just whatever. Yeah. Flavortown, man. Flavortown. Have either of y'all ever had a completely rare steak? No. 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 Would is that something you would ever order? No. No? I don't think so. Would you why not even just once just to try it? No. Like I want to enjoy myself. (laughs) The lowest I'll do is medium. Can you even can you even cut that? Like it's like I think it's easier to cut because it's like straight up it's just wet. Actually, actually, I mean like I I would try it. I would try it. I, I think would I would try it, try it just to just to even. Okay, so even, so say it was even if the outsides were just seared for like thirty seconds. Yeah, would you try that? That's more attractive than just not. Eating. I'm I'm not saying like a completely like from fridge to plate. No, no, you still no, wouldn't try I, it. I don't. I don't want. I don't how want long would rare, I need? How I, long would I need to cook it? I I like medium, my ste- I like rare. my steak medium rare or medium. That that's fine that you like it like that. <laughs> but would you just try a bite of just um, just one bite? Steak, sit there and chew for twenty minutes? No, I don't want to. Your brother's very stubborn. <laughs> I'm not stubborn. <laughs> I like my food how I like my food. <laughs> if you made a rare not- <laughs> steak on purpose and you said, "Hey, try a piece of this," and I'll be like, "Okay, I'll try it," and then I'll chew on it. For however long, and I'll be like, wow, this would be a lot better medium rare. Can you put it back on the grill? <laughs> but hey, at least you used that 30 minutes of chewing to, to try something new. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, yeah. Uh, but that's that's what this article says about completely rare. Basically, the it's a still breathing cow. Um, and to show how cool and dissociated you are, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's the new hipster thing to do. I actually don't even cook my meat. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cool enough to go vegan, uh, but but I'll eat it raw. I'll eat it raw because I, I feel like cooking them would it, just be disrespectful you know, to you the know, cow. You know, water is generally room temperature cold, but I like it boiling hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I don't have any taste buds left, so 
I like that's my, what really I, I like. I like my eyes. I like my ice cream melted. <laughs> I, <laughs> just like I, I only, I, I, I actually pan fry my ice cream. Um, <laughs> just like the complete, like complete opposite of thing. everything. I, I cook my cold foods and I freeze my hot foods. <laughs> Have you ever had frozen soup? <laughs> Have you ever eaten frozen be- vegetables just straight out of the freezer, right just out of the bag? It's just a quick start snack. Chew. They're gonna no, last. I actually, my like- mouth is bleeding. From I, all the ice I've been I chewing actually, on, I actually like my avocado when it's been uh, like exposed to air for two days. <laughs> no, like when so it's, it's just completely so it's yeah, brown. No, no. So yeah. It's nice and brown. Oh my god! Yeah, no, green avocados are for pussies. <laughs> I I only eat it if it's purple or black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a little bit of fuzz yeah. on the outside too it gives it. A, <laughs> actually, gives I actually, it a nice saw, crunch. I actually saw a tweet the other uh, yesterday. It was like a piece of bread with like mold on it. He's like, "Hey, how?" How many of y'all eat the bread with the flavoring? And it's like mold all over it. It's like mold all over it. And I was like, oh. have you ever seen the the picture where like the person has the the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but he puts he puts the peanut butter on one side of the sandwich and then the jelly on the other side. So he's holding it and there's nothing in the middle, but he's, <laughs> it's on the outside. Hand, yeah, it's on the outside. No, the, the best ones. Is he's like, I, this is the best way to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. No, the, be, the best ones are whenever like people are talking about fruit or something like that. And they still have like the skin and stuff on. It's like, y'all eat your fruit with or without the wrapper. It's <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, yeah, like a pineapple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or or a, bi- a banana, just like with or without the peel. <laughs> No, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, uh, oh but uh, anyways, on to number two, my favorite, which I would say this is probably America's favorite. I feel like this is the most popular is medium rare. And what the article says is your judgment is impeccable and you're more qualified to be president than Donald Trump. <laughs> you don't like to eat meat rare because you're you're not proud of the way it was killed and you're civilized. <laughs> Uh, you know that climate change is real and that meat should be cooked lightly and everything about you is perfect. Okay, so this is a little biased article. This is a little politically biased, but I would say, you know, uh, cooking your meat definitely cuts down on climate emissions. <laughs> it's 100%. It's proven in my morality. Um, Astro- uh, what is it? Astro- astrology? Astrology. Yeah, that's, yeah. Ast- ast- astrologically. Astrologically proven. Astrologically yeah, that's, proven. that's so Aquarius. I mean, do you think there's a college major for astrology? Probably. I majored, major I majored in astrology. It's like you you majored in something that just doesn't doesn't exist. exist. <laughs> but they think they're Elon Musk because it has to do with space. I'm a philosopher. I actually majored I'm so it. so much more in touch with the world than you guys. I'm um, in touch with the universe. You see, the only difference between you and me is when you go outside, you just see a bunch of lights out there. <laughs> I see a story. I see my future. <laughs> I literally see the sky and it's a map of my destiny. And the fact that you don't think that that's a real fucking thing. <laughs> dude, you know what this just, goes back to? Just like, really dude, fucking me. go live on Mars then. Like, get the fuck out you of here. You know what this like. goes back to? That guy on Instagram that we... That Jason Silva. Jason Silva, dude. where he's just super philosophical with everything he's talking about. And even if it's just the most minor action. My favorite thing is his, is his voice. The way he talks about it is... <laughs> The cosmos. The, the cosmos create a binding <laughs> eulogy within our souls. <laughs> yeah, Jason does it. Yeah, d- does when was it. the last time you weren't on acid? <laughs> Just tell me that. Oh. Anyways, on to number three, medium. Would you like to read this one, Johnny? I think Wes needs to read medium. All right, right? Wes. Because I like. I like we're getting. Medium. We're getting. Pe- you're. You're good with medium. Okay. I'm good with medium. I only want you to read the ones that you're comfortable reading. <laughs> Because apparently, apparently, you know, I'm just whatever. Rare is just off the table. Yeah, rare I said I would try. Anyway, uh, medium number three. I don't have a pen. I guess you want stand. to? 
You want to embrace your wild, medium-rare side, but you just can't yet. You love comfort and predictability. (laughs) You are full house as a person. Your understandability worried about... Whoa, what? You're understandably... (laughs) You're understandably worried about undercooked meat, even though you know... Taste-wise, medium-rare is supreme. Maybe one day you'll change. It just takes time. <laughs> to get down so, to medium-rare? Oh, yeah. So clearly whoever wrote this article is a big medium-rare. Yeah, they just love medium-rare. Because they just, they just made it sound like you're a damn angel if you order medium-rare. And what? that you're the president of the yeah, United you're, States. You're and that you're just basically like... As far as they're that concerned, person. You're, you're an idiot if you get anything but medium-rare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, they're like... <laughs> yeah, if you get... <laughs> You like, go, it's cool and all, oh, but you suck. completely rare, kill yourself. Jump <laughs> off a building. <laughs> oh, medium? Yeah, you're, you're almost cool, but actually you kind of suck. <laughs> medium? How are you even alive right now? Gosh, that's what's in between medium. That's what's before and like right after medium. I can't imagine what medium well and well sound. Well, I was going to say, they're going to be like, yeah, you know what? Just like, unfortunately, number, number unfortunately four, I can chime in on this. Number one. four, medium I, well. Before I go into medium well, I used to, there was like a two year period in my life where I ordered only medium well steaks and I never had a problem with it, but I can only, cause I didn't know the differences. Like Mm -hmm. I thought medium rare and medium well were basically the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, You weren't a culinary arts expert. I'm clearly not, but I can just imagine (laughs) the waiters going in the back like this fucking idiot just ordered a medium. It's like, guys, guys, we got a code red medium (laughs) well. <laughs> we're like, we're at DefCon like, Five now. All the all the chefs come out and they're like, "Please, can we just talk to you for a second? Please, yeah, please, like God, do not order the steak medium well." You, you remember the medium well from 1998? <laughs> this is worse. <laughs> Bill never recovered. Bill never reco- <laughs> we lost a lot of men that day. It's, we lost. Or what is it? What is it in a uh, in wedding, wedding crashes? crashes what they lost say, a lot of good men. That- we lost a lot of good men out there. And she's like. <laughs> To the Yankees? <laughs> to the Yankees? No, yeah, lose to, good men to trade. To right. trades and, uh, you know, other deals. It's like, uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> medium, I, medium well. Well, I guess we'll find out who a medium well person is. I mean, yeah, just cut you guys we, off like yeah. that. <laughs> You're a good kid. God, my voice is... <laughs> when is my voice not cracked on this podcast? You got the, you got the Jared fever right yeah, there. Yeah, seriously. Probably got it from his phone. <laughs> You're a good kid who wants to be one of the cool kids, but you just can't. So order your meat a little pink to fit in, even though you desperately want to order it well. That's okay. You're okay. You can't change who you are, a nice person who is wrong about steak. So just order what you want, and we promise to judge you only in silence. Dude, you so just got mean. put in a body Yeah, bag, seriously, Johnny. I just got bodied. <laughs> that was the first hot play on Sports The first Center. line, you're a good kid who just wants to be one of the cool kids, but you just can't. <laughs> I just can't. I want to be... Like I want to be tight. It's just not happening. Like you so. want to be the person that cook that pan sears their ice cream, but you just can't. Yeah, <laughs> you're like out to dinner with four of your friends, and you order it medium well, and just everyone just goes silent the rest of the dinner. They're all just like they're looking down. And they're just like, <laughs> she's like, I've never seen one before. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Wait, what, why do we hang out with this kid? Like, no, Wes, did you know this? Wes, Wes, I think we should judge, dude. Did we? Did honestly, you know this, Johnny? Guys, you know this fucking, Dylan, fucking, <laughs> fucking Dylan invited him to dinner. <laughs> Damn it, Dylan. Fuck Dylan, dude. <laughs> God. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. so um, the last one on the list is... Uh, oh, actually, sorry. There's, there's two more. There's two more. We have well. And number five is well. And what the article <laughs> says is, you are my mother. You are the president of the United States. No one thinks you should have access to the nuclear codes precisely gosh. because of the way you cook steak. 
We can't trust your judgment. You eat boiling slabs of gravel by choice. You probably prefer hamburgers to steak, turkey bacon to real bacon, Burger King to McDonald's. You are dangerous. Dude, man. That's a slam right there. If you tell someone that they like you're the type of person who would go to Burger King over McDonald's, that's like dude, Burger King. Who I would eats t- Burger King? I would take like maybe three months to recover from that. Yeah. I, that's I, a major diss. I don't know anybody that's just like Hey, you know what sounds good right now? A Whopper. A Whopper, a Whopper from a uh, Whopper Burger. Jr. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, nobody goes to Y'all heard about those dollar chicken fries 49 cool, nuggets? Though. I want to try the chicken fries. They look good. I've, I've had them. Are they good? Uh, not from order. Trust me, I don't go to Burger King, but I've had them. They're fine. I mean. They're whatever. It's. I mean, I don't know anybody that's like, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go hit up a Burger King. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like, give me some McDanks yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm choosing McDonald's over that any day. <laughs> Uh, Whataburger's king, though. Yeah, Whataburger. I would, I would agree with Big that. Big Whataburger guy. Uh, Johnny, I feel like you have to do number six. Since I'm the person who eats like the most cooked meat. Yeah, since the you're the biggest, no, 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 no. biggest psychopath. I'm the most dude. dangerous. Do you, do, you, do, you know what, do you know what this meat is? <laughs> yeah, I actually Google imaged it. And it's like, uh, it's basically what you would do with chicken or turkey. Like you have to cook it all the way through. Yeah. It ha- it, or else it's inedible. Yeah. Like you see those memes on Twitter. Uh, where the girl's like made uh made, made some medium rare chicken from a man <laughs> and it shows a picture of the chicken in the middle. I've never just seen that, but I'm imagining pink. it. It's so bad. But anyway, <laughs> number six is called Seaton meat. S e i t a n. I'm definitely butchering that pronunciation. So everyone makes fun of you because they scare. They secretly know that you're doing this. What? Hold on. I cannot read. <laughs> everyone makes fun of you because they secretly know what you're doing is ethical and just. You have to eat in obscurity, lest some funny meat eater shames you in public for your actual <laughs> values. No one will ever call what you eat steak, yet you live uh, a hermetic yet righteous life. You will eat real steak once by mistake and question everything you've ever believed in. You are the conscience of America. That's why, that's why I wanted you to read it, because it's basically vegan steak. Vegan, oh, God. Vegan. You're going <laughs> to pull on, that on me? Let's, let's it's see. vegan steak. It's basically vegan steak like made from let's like see. wheat and a bunch oh, of Oh, is it stuff. really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was just really cooked. No, this... no. it's No, no, no. This is this is literally not meat. Oh, like, it's, oh, oh, it's, oh. it's a fake steak. Oh, let's, God. Let's see how you actually like say that word. Yeah, please. What is it? Satan. 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 Wow. Wow. This guy, I mean, it sounds like Heather, our Mashable author, was correct. <laughs> Satan meat, because it's not real meat at all. <laughs> That's actually what it's oh called, though. You go it's, to, it's spelled S E I T A N. You go to, you you go to hell and it's only vegan food. <laughs> you want some Satan steak? This is, this is your punish, <laughs> punishment. Oh my God. This is yeah, what you but, get for cursing. Yeah, but. But Johnny, I feel like that's right down your alley since you were vegan at one point. Okay, I'll have, well now that you've brought it up and just completely called my shit out on that, I'll have to address <laughs> it. I went vegan for one month, like oh. two years ago, because I watched What the Health on Netflix and got terrified. <laughs> if you've seen this documentary on Netflix, you know what I'm talking about. I t- I just took what they I didn't take what they were saying with a grain of salt. I just accepted it as truth and just immediately cut out all meat together. I lost 25 pounds in 30 days and I felt <laughs> horrible the whole time. But was that like see, muscle mass or is it? I like, lost 25 pounds of muscle. Oh yeah. See, that's see the vegan, the vegan communities are like they're the people be, you I have to, to cook massive. special for when you have like family <laughs> gatherings or something like that. It's like, oh, sorry, Karen can't have that meat or something <laughs> yeah. like that. It's like, dude, come on. Like, like unless you're, it's fine. Like I, I be, being vegan is fine. But like the people that are just like, you oh, notice you I notice, don't eat this 
You notice that you you'll know a vegan within ten seconds of meeting. It's them. it's fine. Bring it up. It's fine if you have like some like problem, like if you're like diabetic or you have a gluten allergy or something like that or whatever. I'm fine with that. Like them showing up to things, like having something prepared for them. But if it's just because you're a vegan yeah. and you don't want to eat meat, sorry. If you're coming to my house, I do not care. Yeah, I would- there will be like. 10 dead chickens there ready yeah. to roast. I would say it's a it's a two-way street. So it's it's we don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with you being vegan. That's no, totally fine. But if I'm throwing a party or something like that and I have 30 people coming over, I And I you're fully, that one person. And you're and you're the only person who's vegan, I fully expect you to bring your own food. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, like or or understand that I'm not going to go probably not going to go out of my way to cook yeah, you a eat vegan before, meal. Eat after, eat before, eat after, whatever it yeah. is like have chips, that's fine. Chips are great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like if we're super bring, tight and I bring something, I'll, I'll think about cooking something. But like, eh, other than that, it's like, dude, come on. Like because it's 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 almost impossible to eat a vegan meal and and get all of the nutrients that you need, right? Unless you're eating like thirty pounds of lettuce a day. Yeah, because that's what all that's all the gorillas eat, and they're fucking massive. <laughs> <laughs> they literally just eat trees and yeah. grass, and it's just they could snap you in half. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. R.I.P. Harambe. R.I.P. Yeah, that was just the other day, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, like his anniversary remember, the other day. You remember that? Uh, gosh, that was such a weird like thing, like how everybody rallied around a gorilla. Yeah, yeah. people voted for him in the election. God. <laughs> that those are the worst people. Yeah. That's our that's our lowest like. That's, that's the lowest like. That's America. That's the lowest. <laughs> that's our life. political system. Yeah. That's our lowest life form right there. <laughs> like it's just like who who is like you know what Harambe a gorilla a We're gorilla. Gonna- <laughs> Who's dead? They didn't exactly have the best choices. <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was a tough one, but that is uh, that's your astrology of the week, I guess. And, your uh, food astrology. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my opinion on this: medium rare, king, medium. I'll have it if it's medium, and I will. I'm willing to try rare. I'm also willing to try. I'm rare. willing to See, try rare. Sometimes what I'll do whenever I like medium rare is what I what I like, but sometimes depending where I'm at, I'll choose medium yeah because it's more likely for somebody to undercook a steak than overcook it i feel like so like if i cook a medium rare like if you're somewhere nice obviously they're not gonna yeah they're not if you're like but if you're at like some everyday place or something like that that's maybe not as well it's not a steakhouse yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like sometimes i'll be like hey give me medium because if i get medium rare and they're just gonna give you the cow yeah Yeah. if they give me the cow i'm gonna bring a cow out like by a leash Here you go. Here you, uh, this is what you want. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, food astrology for you. That wraps it up. And we got one final topic. Wes, Rick, and I all went to see John Wick Chapter 3 the other day. And Parabellum. Holy shit, man. Insane. I was shocked. Like my mouth, my, my jaw dropped. During Dude, that was that yeah. movie. That was some entertainment. Are we are we are we disclosing spoilers? Are we we usually spoilers? spoil the entire movie, but I don't like. That's the thing about John Wick is yeah, it's there's a spoil. It's hard to spoil because there's hardly any because like the beginning is what I was about to say. It's it, straight the beginning up, set the tone. It's straight up. They just took a camera and said, "Hey, Keanu Reeves." Go murder all of these people, <laughs> yeah. and we're gonna put it out to the public, and it'll still right. make a bill. I'm just gonna go out and say, when the beginning, he literally kills somebody with a book. Yeah, a book, a book, a book, a book, like a library book, like, like not book. like 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 with a, pages, like yeah, a book. <laughs> <laughs> like, like has an author, like a book. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like right, that was un like you just 
beat the hell out of somebody with it. Right. And uh, just to give y'all like some some backstory, I, I guess, I don't know. If, if you haven't seen the first two John Wicks, then you're going to, you may be slightly confused, but most of these movies are completely action. Uh, but basically, John Wick is being hunted by the organization that he like worked for yeah they and that's put, basically they, what you they, need they to put know. they put out an open contract on yeah. john wick so anyone who's a hitman for, for 14 million dollars yeah for 14 milli so anyone who's anyone is trying to kill john wick in this movie right and i, I wrote some i wrote some thoughts down yes really you did. quick uh so john wick is definitely one of the most brutal action movies i've ever seen <clears throat> yes it's literally the definition of a rated R movie. Yes. Oh, hundred yeah. oh, oh, yeah, percent. Just based on the violence in it alone. So John Wick alone kills ninety-four people in chapter three in this movie using a variety of different weapons, including a horse, <laughs> uh, knife throwing that would rival any Cirque du Soleil shit or yeah. whatever, uh, and probably the most unreal wrestling moves I've ever seen. Yes. Uh, he's honestly he's straight up unkillable. Yes. <laughs> He like, cannot die. Like, literally can't. But dude, at dude, this, when he uses a horse, it's like, I'm like, the, you hear the, the people hear, writing this script is like, it's like, you know, it'd be, you know, it'd be crazy. They get in a room. And they're just like, like, it's where he doesn't have a gun. And he's like, he's like, oh shit. Like, how am I going to kill these guys? It's like, kill him with a horse. You and like, <laughs> it's like, it's like so, quick, somebody throw a prop out there. So he, so I'll just, somebody throw an eraser. You can kind of, you can, you can kind of pick, you can kind of picture what happens when he gets killed. Like when, what we mean by killing him with a horse when these horse back kicks these bad guys, you hear every yeah. bone in their body oh, oh, yeah. shattering. And there's a lot of points in <laughs> in this movie where I'm like, it was hard for me to watch at some point yeah, because dude. it was just so brutal. But shout out Halle Berry, though. Yeah, shout out Halle Berry. Out. Halle Berry is in this movie in chapter three, and she racked up at least half. I think she would whoop Captain Marvel's ass. Oh, she would destroy Captain Marvel. Make way. her an Avenger. She is the most, that is the most badass female char- female action character I've ever seen. And her dogs, dude. And her dogs. Like, it was so badass the, yeah. way, that, the way that she was. Uh, Marvel needs to hire whoever did their action sequences. Her versus Scarlett Johansson, the Black her, Widow, Halle Berry. Oh, pay per view. Oh. Put it on. Put it on pay per view. Uh, yeah, pay per view. Put them in a ring. That's oh, bigger yeah. than Floyd Mayweather and McGregor. Put them on. Oh, put them yeah. on. Uh, Marvel Warfare Two. Russ one v one. Dude. Also, little side note. Modern Warfare got announced. Yeah. Uh, junior high. Junior high me was dude losing. Oh it. yeah, se- seventh and eighth grade, just like just dude, lit. Just, Oh, that's unprofessional. Sorry, my little brother's calling me. That that was that was Infinity War just calling us. We it's were like, revealing you, too much. Yeah. He's like, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> but uh, some of the training that, uh, or the last thought I had on John Wick was, so Keanu Reeves isn't the most captivating person as an actor. I agree with but that. But he, co- but he overcomes that with uh, his mil- the military training that he did and the. That or I don't even call it the stunts that he does in the movie oh, yeah. that makes him one of the most badass action movie characters right. we've ever seen. Yeah, I've I saw a bunch of YouTube videos of him uh, doing training Navy montage? SEALs like Crazy. like training where like he's how to handle the gun, how to enter a room, like like where you should be in the room, like with with uh like x amount of people in there, like yeah. how you should infiltrate, like all this stuff. Like he put in a lot of work in this movie and just like if you've seen any of the movies just think of like all of the like athletic activities that he's doing he's running everywhere he's 54 
doing flips. Fifty-four years old doing this. Yeah. Did now, y'all see the? Did y'all see the article that was like tagged in there? It said twenty-one actors that John Wick should fight. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this list is incredible. Who is it? Like number one is Tom Hardy. Oh yeah, oh, that would be crazy. Bane, number two, Bane, John Wick. Oh yeah, number two. Really good one, Jason Statham. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like Jason Statham, him, oh. the transporter. Oh <laughs> number god. number three. Oh my god, Dave Batista. Oh, dude, y- dude, you know who you should fight? Like just based off of like his age, <laughs> since he's like fifty four, no. you should fight Liam Neeson. That's no, what I was that's, thinking. That's number five. That's, that's number five. five. I can't oh, have on here. Oh my that's god, Liam Neeson. I knew it. Yes. I knew it. That would be. I that will would, find you. <laughs> Liam, and I will kill you. Liam Neeson like totally revitalized his career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Taken, he. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he did, but he just was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna start doing action movies." Yes. Yeah. It was crazy, but he's kind of hit the point where he's a little too Dude, old yeah. now. In trouble like for something recently or something. Yeah. I don't know. We're not gonna get into that. <laughs> that's, but that's... um, what's what, what's next on the list? On the list of oh yeah yeah there's like Denzel Washington and a few others oh. but I thought the first two were awesome yeah. I thought I was like yeah dude I could see dude, that. dude the Equalizer though Denzel Washington Equalizer is badass dude Denzel Washington could do some work I would like to see uh, John Wick versus the Punisher oh oh he was on there too I Wes, think have was you like, seen have you seen the Punisher no oh, Wes, no, dude. I know dude. I know I'm also not a big Marvel movie guy either oh, no it's not, it's even, not it's even close like to being like Marvel it's no I know like I know but like I I'm just saying like things that y'all yeah yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen, I think I haven't seen Endgame. game I think so I think I think that the Punisher is like equal in like violence like to John Wick to John Wick yeah John it was yeah. dude this is not a movie that you take your like fourteen year old to. Yeah, even that would no. Or like, or your girlfriend who doesn't like. Yeah, if like your that. girlfriend doesn't like violent movies, <laughs> I was like, I was like, Hannah, do you want to go see John Wick Chapter Three? And she's like, What's that about? And then I showed her a trailer. She's like, No, no, no. I just want to point out, I watched every single John Wick within a week. Yeah, within a week. Yeah, yeah. like uh, uh, Rick was telling me how y'all were going to go see it. I was like, Dude, I've been seeing a lot about it, and I haven't, I hadn't seen any of them. I saw the first one, like it was like one in the morning, I think. And I texted Rick. I was like, that was badass. That's so <laughs> badass. I was like, that is so badass. And then you saw two and you were like, yeah, I'm ready. Damn. Um, yeah. But yeah, so just just a little background on the kill count that Johnny graciously uh, researched. Well, I got it from Chez. Oh. So shout out Chez. Did he did he count them individually? Well, no, I remember uh <laughs> when we left the movie, Chez was like, Oh, John Wick got 94 kills in the third movie. And oh, I was like, okay. oh, that'd be cool to put out. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, that's like so shout out Chez. It's almost four nukes in Call of Duty. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we talk, we referenced modern four warfare. straight nukes. Dude, Dude. The, the the modern warfare hype is real. Uh but the first John Wick, John Wick chapter one, he gets 84. Kills. And this is this isn't counting the other kills in the movie. Yeah. This is just John Wick. This is just John Wick himself. Like, no kill streaks, just him. Yeah. Just just, him. <laughs> well, I guess they all technically are kill streaks because he doesn't die. He doesn't well, I, I'm saying like he has no like no kill streak. That's true. That's true. No chopper guns. No no airstrikes. That man's just no AC one thirty. He's like, nah, I'm doing this all by myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then uh John Wick chapter two, he gets a hundred and twenty-eight triple digits. That's just absolutely insane. But you know what's sure. crazy is that with the 94 in Chapter 3, I feel like there was more in Chapter 3. Like, overall deaths. Yeah. Of Hall- it's because of Halle Berry. Yeah. She had like, dude, 50. Halle Berry, for like, as long as the movie was, she owned a part of that movie. Oh, oh dude, yeah, that was sure. so sick. It was awesome. Where she was fighting, it was absolutely sick. It was, 
it got to the but uh, i will say the one thing about the movie is it is extremely long it is it's, and it, it's yeah. like two hours and 10 minutes and it gets like it got to the point where it wears the movie, on the you. movie was over and i forgot that halle berry was in it because yeah. it was yeah. so long it also wears on you like after seeing all that yeah well, i think the best thing that they did about like the john wick series they didn't take him away from what he was like they didn't yeah. try to make him into something else mm-hmm. it's just like hey we're gonna make a john wick one he's gonna kill a bunch of people John Wick 2, he's going to kill a bunch of people. And John Wick 3, he's going to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. Just different storyline. And it's like, dude, they didn't take away from any of that. They're all badass. Yeah, it's it's insane. And I'm just, it's insane how creative they've gotten. Oh, like, because yeah. at a certain point, John Wick can only kill you so many ways. Yeah. But the way that they, the, the fight scenes and stuff that they build around John Wick 3 are, are super unique, super creative. And yeah. the movie is super enjoyable. I couldn't recommend it more. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I would yeah, say yeah. I would say if you have a weak stomach, it's oof. yeah, yeah. But if you're like a diehard action movie person, then these are three movies that you need to see, especially the third one. Third one's really yeah, good. You and can, it opens it up for a fourth one. Yeah, I think they're making a fourth one. No, they have to. No, they have to. Yeah, for sure. But no, like seriously, shout out to his training though. That's so like when actors do like a bunch of stuff like that to like for a role i think that's so cool oh yeah, yeah. it just have, shows dedication i have an article about uh how keanu reeves prepared for john wick 3 so he trained with uh uh it says parabellum which translates to prepare for war so that kind of gives you an idea what this <laughs> movie's gonna be like. no no yeah do you do you remember that in the movie where uh where he says it yeah. where he says it prepare for war at the was it at the end it's like three quarters of or the it's way like in. three quarters of the way he, he says it in like russian or something mm. he's like he's like prepare for war and he just says Parabellum. Parabellum. So before each installment, Reeves, Keanu Reeves, who is 54, spends days on the gun range being put through drills by Navy SEALs and rehearsing stunts with the legendary crew from 8711 Action Design. So Wes, that's who. Shout out to those guys. Yeah. Shout out to 100%. Uh, so during those shoots, he'll be thrown through windows, taking falls, riding on horseback. Uh, the level of physical intensity would be difficult for a man half Reeves' age, which is where his trainer, Patrick Murphy, comes in. So this guy basically designed all of John Wick's training to uh, make him, I guess, the workouts were designed not to like destroy his body, but mm-hmm. to like make him feel as physically fit as possible. Right. So he can, because basically doing all these stunts are a workout in itself. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And his trainer in, in this article, they quote his trainer and he, and he uh, what was it, uh, Patrick Murphy. He's like, <laughs> Keanu is an animal. I've, n- I never have to convince him to do another rep, but or do workouts uh, are designed to make him feel good and strong, not destroy him because he is getting so beat up during the shoot as it is. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, dude. All those fight scenes. Could you imagine how many takes that took to like actually like perfect all those scenes? I, 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 mean, I can't even imagine. There's so yeah. many extras in mm-hmm. in this movie. Like people yeah. just running, like pe- people he's shooting, like people he's fighting. It's nonstop like action. Oh, it's yeah. insane. Oh yeah, you will. That little, level of dedication. There's very little dialogue. In yeah, that. The, yeah, what, that level of dedication to do all that. Literally, stuff. it's like Keanu Reeves at the end of the movie. It's basically like it's. You could see him standing up, being like, "Are you not entertained?" Yeah, seriously. Like that's that is like how I could describe that. It's I remember. Like, are you not entertained? I remember reading an article, and it was something about you. It reminded me when you said, "How many takes can you imagine it took?" Yeah. Um, they went through, I think, two hundred and twelve tuxedos whoa to make this movie Jesus. for john wick 212 212 black suits like that's that's just insane <sighs> oh my gosh dude. <laughs> the budget for that alone was probably over 15 g oh yeah oh yeah 100 dude that's absolutely insane though and I, i'm i'm sure there's a lot there's a lot of points where he's got like stunt doubles and stuff but 
I mean, yeah, but I you couldn't really tell. Definitely, you couldn't tell at all during yeah. the driving. Well, there's the scene when he's on the motorcycle. There's no, that's not even possible. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's there's no way that this is happening. They're going. He's he's literally fighting people going 80 miles an hour yeah. on a speed bike. It's just it's it's fucking gnarly. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely that was definitely like probably not actually like there, but it was awesome. Well, I think like did you notice the way that they filmed the movie? Like when people would hit the ground, the camera would shake a little bit mm-hmm. and like. They were kind of, I don't know, it just, watching the movie makes me think that uh, John Wick doesn't really exist in a normal human universe. Yeah. Like, the world that the movie takes place in is is almost like a comic book universe. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've been talking about, <laughs> uh, like, adding him as a character to, uh, like, the DC universe. That would save their franchise. Yeah. <laughs> John, John, Wick, John Wick versus Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, John Wick, John Wick versus anybody like would be would sell. He would, yeah, he would walk in. They would meet him once, but they would they would definitely write it to where they already know who John Wick is. Yeah. They'd be like, yeah, so I know I'm supposed to be the leader of the Justice League or whatever, but uh, John Wick's here, so he's gonna take over for Baba Yaga. He, Baba Yaga's here, so he is clearly in charge of everything. So, yeah, oh, dude, amazing movie though. I would I would go see it again, hundred percent. Kind of kind of down. Dude, let's go now. Round two? Round two. Loki. <laughs> <laughs> that would be super fun. Uh, that's kind of it for me on John Wick 3, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's I, good. My, my rating, John, John Wick 3. Yeah, let's go out of 10. Uh, I'll give it a an 8. 8? Eight? Okay. That's a little lower. 8.1. 8.1? What? 8.5. 8.5. I'll give it an 8.7. All right. All right. Huh? All right. Just, it, just it's because just, of the dialogue is lacking. Yeah, the dialogue yeah, is lacking. There's like, the, like from just an action based, like mm-hmm. action based alone, it's ten out of ten. But yeah, like, that's that's one of the best action movies I've ever yeah. seen. Well, it's just sort of like John Wick is just sort of like a character, a man of few words. Like anytime he's in conversation, he's a man of few words, and then he's just like, I'm I'm getting the job done. That's exactly. what I'm trying to do. That's kind of a perfect role for Keanu Reeves, though. Yeah, like, where he doesn't have to talk that much. Yeah, so. absolutely. But I love his like short like inputs where he's like. Yes. <laughs> was it in the first one where no. everybody says, uh, I need guns. Lots need of guns. Lots of guns. Like, I think in the first one, whenever he, the guy came up to him about his car, he said, No, it's not for sale, bitch, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Damn. Yeah. We're, oh, yeah. Where he's, uh, where the, the Russian in, guy goes yeah, up to he him. Says it, he says it in Russian. Yeah. And he's like, He's like, Not this bitch. He's, <laughs> in Russian, he's like, What the hell? He just spoke Russian back to me. Uh, dude, but fantastic movie. I would go see it and I highly recommend it. Absolutely. Well, that kind of wraps it up for PCP episode 18. Wes, dude, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, always Wes. a pleasure. Always a pleasure. We'll have to have you back on your home all summer. No reason not to keep you ha- not <laughs> yeah. to keep you on as our resident underboss of the mafia. Also, yeah. ch- also Chez. Also Chez is an underboss. And, and Lauren and Jared. And, yes, and Jack Gregory, and Jack Gregory, soon so, to be soon to be Hannah, soon right? To Hannah. Soon to be Hannah in the in in the future. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. You can uh, follow us on PC Podcast at Twitter, PC at Podcast PC one. Podcast at Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter at PC Podcast One. Uh, our social medias will also be in there. Wesley's will be in there as well. Give us a follow if you want. If not, you know, whatever. Just don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time on PCP.